AM 790 Talk and Business presents Water Fire Ignites Rhode Island with your host, Bronwyn Dannenfelser. Join Bronwyn to hear about the next Water Fire event in downtown Providence, plus other great cultural events happening in the community. Now, here's your host, Bronwyn Dannenfelser. And hello, 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 and welcome to Water Fire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM 790, your station for talk and business. And we're here every Wednesday with you from 4 to 5, talking all about Water Fire, taking you behind the scenes and letting you know about the upcoming events. And if you haven't heard, um, I'm not sure what rock you've been under, but this weekend coming up is one of our favorite, favorite fires. It is the Flames of Hope, a celebration of life, sponsored by the Gloria Gem and Breast Cancer Resource Foundation, and it is a, it's more than just a water fire on Saturday. It is an entire weekend of events, but one of the highlights, and I remember the first Gloria Gemma Breast Cancer Resource Foundation fire around 10 years ago, has been this incredible torch ceremony um, and just filled with survivors, inspiration, um, determination, strength, hope, all of these beautiful elements come together uh, and thousands and thousands of people come down to celebrate uh, and our survivors, our breast cancer survivors, to also bring awareness and resources um, to breast cancer survivors. So there's a, there's going to be a real lot going on. I'm going to be talking to Carol Donnelly, who is with me. She's from the Gloria Gemma Breast Cancer Resource Foundation, and she's awesome. She's been with them for five years. She is their office manager, but She's also a breast cancer survivor, and I'm pretty sure she does a lot more than that, and especially as we lead into this weekend um, and all of the events that are happening. And I'm also going to be speaking a little bit later on to Cindy Champagne, who... You he, keep saying that she doesn't really do that much for the organization, but she's been volunteering, and um, I think Carol will have to be able to help me pull out of her a little bit more about everything that's gone into putting this event together this weekend. It, again, is one of our largest events. Often see somewhere upwards of 100,000 people coming into Providence and into the city. So we'll be talking to them, and there's a lot of, as I was saying, you know, this started off as a... I guess just a water fire event back in 2005, I believe, 2006. I remember walking in and meeting Anthony Gemma and the Gemma family and them telling us what this mission was and that they wanted to bring resources to breast cancer um, survivors as well as awareness because there was a lot of... I think I want to say the word stigma um, that, you know, or it was a thing that you weren't talking about at the time. And I think one of the things that the Gloria Gemma Breast Cancer Resource Foundation has been very successful at is bringing awareness to people, getting people actually to go get mammograms, um, letting us understand that this is not just a, a, a woman's disease, that it's also a man's disease. And also, I think the biggest thing is providing this hope and inspiration and a community that supports people going through breast cancer, um, our breast cancer survivors, their families. Um, and again, at this fire also, we do pay uh, remembrance and homage to those who have lost their uh, struggles with breast cancer, but their families are always in our minds. And I think it's tomorrow, actually, that we kick off Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So how apropos that just coming up this weekend, we're going to see one of the largest celebrations, I think, that happens in southern New England, all uh, surrounding great people and great things. I also am pr 
proud to say I have a co-host today because Barnaby Evans is uh, busy getting ready for this weekend's water fire, and he's usually my co-host. But my co-host today is uh, the Reverend Dr. Richard Dannenfelser. And Richard, uh, hi, how are you? Oh, it's great to be here, dear. Wait, well, it's, it's great to be here because you told me to come. <laughs> I, I asked Richard to come because Richard has been a volunteer at Water Fire since I started Water Fire, so 11 seasons ago, and is witnessed, especially um, at the Gloria Gemma <coughs> Breast Cancer Resource Foundation fire, the impact that um, this whole event has on people and how it lifts them up and you know keeps them going. So thank you for joining me, Rich. Uh, you're welcome, and I'm, a <coughs> I'm also a Presbyterian pastor. And uh, as a Presbyterian pastor and also as a Vietnam veteran, <coughs> I have. Um, I'm well aware of of um, of of death and and uh, what that means to families and people who are facing it. Well, and the struggles. And we were talking about this on the car on the on the way down. And I'll be curious to hear what Carol and uh, Cindy have to say about <laughs> this. But really, what what is the healing process and and really what helps with that sense of wellness is it faith is it having being surrounded by people who you know are going through the same struggles is it by how doing things that are fun and uplifting because i think i think i remember hearing at one point that the glory gem breast cancer resource foundation was having like some kind of really fun pole dancing class or, or things that were just like <laughs> fun activities and you know carol i'm going to actually bring you into the conversation while we wait for felix uh Cavallari, because he's from the Rascals. That's right. All right, so grooving. And right? I'm old enough to remember that song, so. Yeah, and I love that song. I, I'm old enough to forget it. <laughs> <laughs> and I know he's going to be playing on Sunday at the Vets, but I was amazed that this gentleman is going to be, you know, with the Rascals, which is just this amazing I know. group that's going to be doing something to support the Glory Gem of Breast Cancer Resource foundation so that's just that's just awesome that's and right i can't wait i'm like he's coming on the line with us and i think in like about five minutes but <laughs> this man did you know 18 top 40 hits like the rock and roll hall of yeah. fame um five top 10 hits three all right three number one mega hits so i wonder what the mega hits were what do you think you're thinking Cindy I'm, all right so I'm, I'm thinking grooving mm-hmm. most definitely um mm-hmm. it's a beautiful morning oh that had to have been it yeah, yeah. See, obviously I'm not a singer but I do love to sing so but, you're um, doing pretty good <laughs> you're doing an excellent job <laughs> so we're gonna wait for him to climb it yes um let's talk a little <laughs> bit Carol here about before we get on with Felix what is happening this weekend just I mean it starts on Friday right it does start on Friday. It's really not open to the public. It's it's our calendar unveiling, which is for our annual Celebrate Hope Celebrate calendar um, that we have been doing now since, well, since I started with the foundation. That's how I started with the foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's it will be distributed with the November issue of Rhode Island Monthly Magazine. Very cool. Um, yeah, 50,000 issues. It's uh, it's a beautiful magazine. It features 12 survivors and in 12 different beautiful uh, scenic Rhode Island settings. And um, 
So the we do the calendar unveiling. And where does the, that happen? Well, this year it's happening at the State House. And so the mm-hmm. models will see their pictures for the very first time, our calendar girls, um, with their families and loved ones. Um, yeah, so that kind of kicks off the weekend. And then, of course, Saturday, uh, we've changed things up and we've moved the daytime portion of our Flames of Hope event indoors to the Renaissance and Hold the Hold that veterans. thought, because we're going to talk all about everything that's going on over the weekend. We've got a whole hour that we're devoting to this a wonderful cause, this incredible weekend. Fantastic. And, yeah, and it's going to be awesome, isn't it? And when we get back here... Can't wait. Where's that Felix and that rascal? Where is he? We <laughs> <laughs> are listening to Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM790, your station for talking business, and we'll be right back telling you all about this this weekend's Flames of Hope, a celebration of life, water fire, and a whole weekend of events. So we're still trying to get Felix on the line. You know what? He's probably, I know he's a busy man, but uh, we'll be getting him on the show pretty soon. But that's his music, and that's what's going to be playing at the Vets on Sunday as part of the whole weekend of the Flames of Hope. And I am sitting here with two wonderful, lovely ladies that are from the Gloria Gemma Breast Cancer Resource Foundation. And ladies, yeah, it's a good day to just be grooving. And your handsome husband. And my handsome husband. How could I forget? My co-host. My handsome husband. So, <laughs> well, Carol, well, before we went to break, um, you were starting to say uh, and tell us about, you know, that there's a calendar opening that's going to be happening. That's Friday night. That's Friday night. Yes. And so Saturday... Um, doing something new this year um, to celebrate the 10th anniversary of Flames of Hope, and that is uh, we moved the daytime portion of the Flames of Hope event indoors to the uh, Renaissance Hotel and Veterans Memorial Auditorium. Well, and this is a good thing because we know it's not going to rain on Saturday. We don't night. say the R word. No, well, and Bronwyn, we've got that's that's vulgar, and we'll ask you to <laughs> put a quarter into the oh, no. <laughs> I got The R word is bad. <laughs> As you know, there's some things that we really can't control. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have a reverend in the room. That's so right. Yeah, but so listen, right. no, don't count on me. My credibility's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> so everything's moving indoors for the Renaissance, and what will be is, happening there? It is. It's. It's just amazing. We have um, probably over fifty plus vendors. They're they're all cancer specific or healthy mm-hmm. living specific. We have a nutrition lab with um, nutrition lectures, cooking demonstrations. Um, we have an interactive health. Um, we have free flu shots happening in the veterans, um, nice. thanks to Blue Cross Blue Shield of Rhode Island, who is the title sponsor. Um, we have a survivor's lounge. We with, will ha- have Reiki and reflexology and chair massage in there, and just a place where you can relax and Great. and and you know connect with people. And what's most important, and we'll have three national guest speakers, um, including Geraldine Lucas, uh, the author of Why I Wore Lipstick to My Mastectomy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which was turned into a Lifetime movie, um, and it's free. 
the yeah. event's free, and more importantly, we've opened this event up not just to breast cancer, but to all cancers. Nice. So yeah, and and it's it's going to be a, so it's open to really anybody who is who has gone through cancer, anybody who wants to reduce their risk of developing cancer, or anybody who just wants to live um, a healthier life. And so we encourage people uh, to come down. There are no barriers because it's free. And, um, you know, there's parking in the state offices, parking lots. We even have a shuttle to bring you, shuttle you back and forth. So That's fabulous because parking can be a real problem. It can be a real problem. Yeah. So we're, you know, we're trying to make it as easy and comfortable and enjoyable uh, for people um, as we can. So, um, That's great. Yeah, and we, we do have a lot of people pre-registered so far, but you don't have to register at all if you don't want to. You can just show up um, and just come and enjoy the day and then stay for the nighttime activities. Well, I know because... So what time does um, the Renaissance and all, and all those activities That's kick off? That's 10 to 4 on Saturday. All right, and then I know that there's a lot happening up at the State House as well. So can you tell yes. us a little bit about that? Of course, and, and what everybody comes down for is the um, pinnacle of the Flames of Hope weekend, and that is the Illuminations of Life ceremony that happens on the State House steps where we illuminate the State House in pink. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the State Ballet of Rhode Island performs, and we have um, speakers, and it's a beautiful, touching ceremony. And then, of course, um, that's followed by the torch procession of 150 torchbearers who are survivors and family members um, who may have lost a loved one or like my sister is coming this year from out of state to um, kind of help me celebrate my 10th anniversary of from my second diagnosis so mm-hmm. um, and she'll be carrying an honor of me and I'll be carrying an honor of me and yeah. um, and then of course we light you know down to the river basin we process down to the river basin for the lighting of an am i saying the largest water fire of the season yeah for the most part i think that this is um and it it always has been i mean a lot of our water fires are getting larger and you know because a lot of them are very specific to certain things but this one is really um i found it to be a real mainstay in rhode island and the people look forward to it every year every january just so you know because i'm the director of development for water fire i start getting calls and people asking me. So um, what weekend is the Flames of Hope happening? And I know that this this year it's changed. We changed weekends because you're making it bigger and better, right? Well, we're making it bigger and better, but we were also asked to take it off of Columbus Day weekend, and that's okay, and and we were happy to accommodate. Listen, you know, the the Providence Police said, you know, we really don't have the detail with with so many other activities going on in the city, Columbus Day weekend. And um, we were happy to accommodate. And it's actually worked to our favor because now we don't have any competition. Exactly. And and I think it's going to be an even bigger and better. And it just, you know, the, 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 the Flames of Hope being such a mainstay, I mean, it's just testament to how many people are affected by breast cancer in Rhode Island, and that's one in six, so. Yeah, one in six? One in six women are diagnosed with breast cancer, or or will be diagnosed with breast cancer in a lifetime, which is higher than the national average of one in eight. And that statistic's the same for Massachusetts and Connecticut, so. That's crazy. I, I didn't realize that it was that high. It is. And Cindy, will you be walking with the torch as well? I will. This will be my second year. Last year was my first year, and um, I was just diagnosed with breast cancer last year in 2014. And uh, when I was diagnosed, it was a complete shock to me because 
Um, no one in my family had ever had breast cancer, so it hit me like a bolt of lightning. So you just went to the doctor? Or? I actually found it myself. In I've been in the medical profession for um, over two decades. I've always taken very good care of myself, never missed a beat. And uh, one day I was in the shower and boop, felt something. Right away, within two days, went down for a mammogram. I knew right away when the tech came came back, you know, we wanted to go get an ultrasound. And I knew right then and there, you know, I went and spoke with the radiologist. He was fantastic. And they told me right there that day that you have breast cancer. And I went over the images with the radiologist. Yep. I saw what it looked like. And I knew that it was an aggressive cancer. Um, and I went back to the parking lot all by myself. And I sat there and I said... Here we go. Yep. And I thank God for the doctors and the oncologists that took care of my breast cancer, and that was step number one. What I wasn't prepared for was step number two, and that's where the Gloria Gemma Breast Cancer Resource Foundation came in. Um, you know, we have the physical part of our body that needs to be taken care of. There's another huge component, and that's mind, body, and soul. Mm -hmm. And if that's not met, wow, it's a firestorm. Uh, and those needs were not being met. And I found myself in great distress. And depressed, essentially. Yes, yeah. right. I was having a lot of, you know, problems. And I didn't know, you know, where to go, what to do. I knew it to to do as far as the medical, you know, steps to take, but I really needed some support. Mm -hmm. And it's not something you can go out and discuss with your girlfriends at, at, at lunch. Uh, these are very serious issues. Uh, they're very emotional. And uh, a friend of a friend that had breast cancer recommended I, I go down and talk to the Gloria Gemma team. And I hear that the first person who picked up the phone was Carol. Was Carol. Mm -hmm. I called the foundation. Carol picked up. Hi, my name is Cynthia Champagne. Um, I was diagnosed with breast cancer, and I gave her all the medical facts and figures and all, all of that. And then I started to get on the emotional aspect of it. It was like I have, I've grown up with her my entire life. <laughs> it was like I was talking to my soul sister. Mm -hmm. She validated all of my feelings. I became mentally stronger every minute I was speaking with her. She supported me, encouraged me, and uh, then we set up a meeting from then. And after that, I get off that phone call... I felt so much better. Yeah. You know, I felt s just empowered. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, I went down to the foundation. And when I went down there, we went into a room. And into that room, uh, I was greeted by uh, five different women, all of them with different stories. They all shared their journey with me and how they dealt with their journey um, everyone was every cancer journey was different and 
in how they dealt with it and you know many of them breast cancer they had had you know more than once mm-hmm. in the decisions and in many so within an hour I gained 60 years of wisdom wow that's an amazing thing to say that, that, yeah. that really is, and it sounds like you've got this, the the support and the fun and the family and and that that kind of feeling of um love in a family environment. Yeah, that 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 has a lot to do with one's amelioration, getting better, and feeling better. And we're gonna have to take a quick break in a second. Sure. When we get back, Carol, I want you to tell me more about what is going on at that Gloria Gemma Breast Cancer Resource Foundation, because there's a lot of fun stuff, very healing things happening as well. But I know that you really hit again all different sorts of um, events and things and uh, yeah. we'll talk about that when we come back and where's our rascal Ladies. I don't know <laughs> where is our rascal we've been trying he's to call Felix and I could rascal grooving rascal may be grooving he might he's grooving music somewhere. is healing you know and we the have a lot of that grooving. going on well you're listening to AM 790 your station for talk and business and water fire ignites Rhode Island and we're getting ready for one of the biggest weekends of the year it's the flames of hope a celebration of life and yet Water fire is going to be there on Saturday in that massive, massive, amazing torch ceremony. And hello, 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 and welcome back. You are listening to Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM 790, your station for talk and business. And we have been having a wonderful conversation with two absolutely beautiful women here. I've got Carol Donnelly, who is the uh, who works at the Gloria Gem and Breast Cancer Resource Foundation, but is also a survivor, and Cindy Champagne, who has been volunteering her bottom off and trying to make sure that this weekend goes off without a hitch, because again, it takes a village to what did we what did we say carol it takes a village to create celebration village which will be erected in uh, station park which is right across from the providence place mall yeah so that'll be saturday night yes. right and lots of fun water fire we know that it's going to be beautiful weather and then i won't say the r word because i got i got yelled at by carol for saying yes. the r word <laughs> it's bad it's bad <laughs> but you know it was really interesting when we were just at break um Richard, uh, you were talking to Carol about the spiritual aspect, and c- can you expand on what, what the two of you were talking about, or actually? Sure. Um, I was <clears throat> asking Carol and also Cindy what, you know, in in terms of their your journey, you know, uh, what was was there a a powerful spiritual uh, component? Um, a sense of God's presence, or even being, even being angry with God, uh, which is which is certainly not an. I mean, as a pastor, I certainly understand people being angry and blaming uh, and blaming God. Right. I mean, you've had from all I can tell, there's a wonderful African proverb. Uh, we, we were just talking about uh, it. Take it takes a village. Mm-hmm. And the proverb is, I am because we are. Nice. And um, who um, also, who was part of, uh, part of who, who was in your village as well as what was your, your feelings about 
you know, God's absence or being angry? And what what helped? Well, I, I mean, in, in my on my team, besides, you know, I, I call my doctors the, the dream team. Um, they were fantastic. And I had the same doctors for both the first and second diagnosis um, and treatment. Um, my husband's always been there, and he is funny, funny, funny. He kept me laughing every day um, and just incredibly supportive. And he does it in a quiet way. He doesn't, you know. Um, and my mother-in-law was very supportive. And and it's it's funny you say my sister's coming down uh, to celebrate this 10th anniversary. And um, my sister and I, the only two girls, I'm one of seven, so there's five boys, two girls. And uh, we weren't terribly close until about 10 years ago when I got diagnosed the second time. And she happened to call me, and we ended up spending two hours on the phone. So I always say with, with any kind of catastrophic disease or with cancer, you know, you can come out of it better than you went into it. And I feel that I came out of it better than I went into it um, because of my faith and because, you know, one of the, the, the shining spots of, of breast cancer was I finally had a relationship with my sister and you know to this day we're we're extremely close so um yeah we were talking and my second diagnosis I was a little more than angry um with God and um but and through work and and just um prayer and Mm -hmm. kind of my one-on-one talking with with God and sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get a little yelling at him absolutely um he speaks back and he does it in different ways and if you're opening if you're open to receiving the messages um the 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 answers will come so but you but you have to be open to receiving his answers yeah i always think of uh classic um the 23rd psalm yea though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil because i know you're with me um uh, so that's um I don't know whether to call it blessings, but there also are some things to be very thankful for regarding uh, regarding support and people keeping us company and walking with us in the valley of the shadow and finding finding what to be grateful for and what's and really concentrating important. on the positive instead of the negative, and that's what will get you. What I, I said, I went into a black hole, you know, a very deep depression, and, and, and I'm a naturally happy person, so that was very difficult for me. Um, but that, once I started changing my way of thinking, um, and part of it was being a little bit selfish um, and doing things for me, and but also doing for others. So I crocheted because I really like to crochet. But what did I make? I made prayer shawls for other people who were diagnosed with cancer. I made, uh, because the Iraq war was going on at the time, I made little black hats that soldiers could wear under the helmets and still be in uniform. I made dozens of those and mailed them off. That's amazing. So, yes, I crocheted because I find it very relaxing and it was something I did for me. But I created things for others, which just, you know, full circle. It it just was felt really good well and if that's yeah. what you I mean you're now you're back and, and you're working with the Gloria Gemma Breast Cancer Resource Foundation as when we were talking to you know Cindy and her saying that you know talking to you and you being the one that she got on the phone with within an hour there was a transformation of her spirit there's got to be something really wonderful because I know a lot of the people 
from Gloria Gemma um, and the foundation that I've actually gone and been serviced by the foundation or, or found that camaraderie, end up going back and volunteering and giving. Yeah, back. we have some great, great volunteers, and Cindy's one of them. And she says, oh, I haven't done anything. She's done. She just has no idea um, what she's done, the impact she's had, um, and the help that she's given us. So, Can you give us some example of some of the favorite things, Cindy, for instance, that you encountered at, you know, with the Resource Foundation? Because I know they've got a whole wellness program, and there's massage therapy, and I, I, I was talking about it earlier. I think there was pole dancing that I read about at one point. I think that was before me, just <laughs> so you know. Well, oh, she, she was probably the star of the show. <laughs> I swear to God, I wasn't there. <laughs> We're not going to tell you her stage name and I think that's the whole thing she's trying to get by so we're just going to nix that right now okay I thought you looked yeah, really yeah. familiar mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's why she changed the color of her hair now yeah. but let me talk you want to talk about wigs <laughs> no um, but they have so many programs it's unbelievable um, one of the programs they have tons of uh, spiritual programs and they have drop-in survivor groups and they have um, you know just fun you know uh, group days that you can go out together as a group and um, all kinds of stuff like that but they also have great groups uh, they have uh, they have programs for people that are going through chemotherapy where they you know, can drop off meals, and that's one of the wonderful uh, programs that I was able to benefit from, me and my family. Mm-hmm. I got to a point where I was very weak, and I couldn't cook, and I was neutropenic, which means I had no immune system from the chemotherapy, yeah. um, and uh, that was a lifesaver, and um, also, uh, <laughs> which was really great, and a lot of people don't talk about this, but the uh, y- whole family is affected by this, and uh, this was kind of a, a fun situation that happened because it really lightened the mood. My husband was really great with this because I tend to be very serious and talk about serious issues. And my husband's very light and he, he doesn't get that deep and he would always kind of lighten the mood and that was extremely helpful for me. So uh, there is Jane and Vinny who would deliver the meals. They're in the angel program that the Gloria Gemma uh, Breast Cancer Research Foundation has, and they would uh, drop off the meals for us every month. And uh, when they would come by, Vinny and my husband would talk all the time, and y- you really had no idea what an impact that had in the support of my husband. Yeah. And uh, it, this would go on month after month after month, and now, uh, now my husband's starting to come down to the foundation, and you know him and Vinny are getting a little bit of a relationship going on, and. Um, it, now they're becoming uh, an inspiration to us as well, and so it, it's great because it affects the whole family yeah. and husbands as well. And it's just it, you know, that's another a, that's another program that they have that goes on that that helps everybody. But they have they they have a great you know a sense of humor, and you need that, and you need to laugh. Laughter is good medicine, and they certainly have a lot of that to go around as well. I, I think and, I'm going to go down there. Just and to have a if good you've time. ever seen <laughs> the five. You should see that's the a great. Five, I- that's a great idea. You should see the five k uh, pig pump palooza. No, yeah. Where all the men, uh, you know, dress up in the the high heels, the pink high, high heels, and the go go boots, and all of that. Actually, hold on to that thought okay. because we're going to have to take oh. a break. But yeah, because we've got to talk.
talk about the walk and the run happening on Sunday. And again, there's just so much. And I, I'm looking at the website right now, and I think I see Gary Calvino when he used to dye his hair pink, and he was wearing heels. I think running in that last year. But uh, yeah. <laughs> but we'll be right back. We are talking all about Flames of Hope, a celebration of life happening this weekend in Providence. There's a huge water fire, a torch procession, and just you know phenomenal people doing great things so we'll be back in a moment you're listening to am 790 your station for talk and business And hello, 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 and welcome back. You are listening to Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM790, your station for talk and business. We are underwritten by National Grid and sponsored in part by Lifetime Medical. So I just want to say a big thank you to them because without their support, we would not be able to have these wonderful conversations and let you know um, all about what's coming up in Rhode Island and what's coming up at Waterfire and have great conversations um, with amazing people like Carol Donnelly from the Gloria Gemma Breast Cancer Resource Foundation and Cindy Champagne. Really, you know, um, ladies, I want to thank you for being so open about the discussion. And, of course, my co-host... The Reverend Richard, or the co- all right, Reverend Doctor Richard Dannenfelser. You've called me worse. I have. So <laughs> this is fun, ladies. But no, you, you've been very um, open and honest about your experiences and what it's been like and what it's like to be a survivor and what um, the help that you've gotten through Gloria Gemma, the friendships that you found and that the, the bonding that's happened there, and then also being able to give back, which seems to be another part of wellness as we look at it. Um, I mean, Richard, you were just asking when we were at the break, what is it that makes Rhode Island, Connecticut, and Massachusetts a higher rate when it comes to cancer? Yeah, and, and as I was telling him, nobody knows. I mean, there's no solid evidence um, or, or facts or, or why that is that, that we're higher. Um, and, you know, we can speculate all day as to, you know, what makes it that way. Um, but the, the, the fact remains it's it's one in six and, and you and know, it's not it going to change. It is what it is. Yeah. And those are the facts. Yeah. And, you know, I think one of the things. Unless, we, unless we lobby for more studies and research on it. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think, you know, one of the things that do you still have the the breast bus that goes out and does a lot but, of. Yeah. The Hope Bus. Um, the Hope Bus goes travels throughout the state of course this is its busiest time of year um and you know from from march to the end of november um it's out visiting um different areas you know businesses schools uh community centers health centers hospitals um and providing basically providing everything that we provide at the foundation so it's an extension of who we are um so that people who who can't um, come to the foundation for our programs and services can can get support and services uh, you know pr- and enjoy some of those programs on the on the hope bus and will we be able to see the hope bus at Waterfire on Saturday or maybe on Sunday when uh, you got to talk about this walk run on Sunday okay yeah bus. so um I believe the hope bus is going to be there um the after of course Saturday night and I just wanted to, to mention that we do have Saturday night a close proximity fireworks display at the State House uh, how did you manage that by well I don't know our director of special events that uh, Brian, Brian Sawyer, Sawyer. Mm-hmm. awesome um, yeah so it's a close close proximity 
fireworks display by award-winning pyrotechnico. So Brian doesn't mess around. He only gets the best. Um, and Decadia, an 80s tribute band, will take the main stage as well. Um, but on Sunday, uh, we have the three races, of course, the Kids Fun Run at 9 o'clock, um, the Pink Pump Palooza, which everybody loves. It's a 50-yard dash done in heels um, by men and women, and I have to say, more men sign up for it than women do. So, Reverend Doctor, are you going to be wearing some heels and doing a little run on Sunday? Uh, I'll never tell right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I'll have to tell you that the... Um, and I don't know, but they're, they're calling themselves this, so I guess it's, I don't want to be uh, not PC, but the drag queens have challenged uh, awesome. Gem Plumbing, uh-huh. um, <laughs> oh. the, the boys. Um, I so, love it. yeah, this is going to be. I have some great six-inch stilettos. Oh my! Then, then, gosh. then, then you know you need to you don't need forget to come the out. wig, the pink wig, please, and the pink tutu. You have to do it. Yeah. Um, you so, want to be coordinated, And you know it's amazing Reverend. that this has grown so quickly and become so popular. And it's all for a, it is the best. It's all for bragging rights, a sash, and a sparkly crown. I mean, that's all they're getting out of it, and they're doing. It's not like they're getting some fabulous prize. Yes, the um, my husband. Thing. It's the little thing. To participate, however, and I've already jo- have been joining another team so. yeah <laughs> and of course what started the flames of hope run walk series back in 2009 and it is our largest fundraiser um, which helps us provide these programs and services that we provide throughout the year which are free by the way all of our programs and services are free mm-hmm. at 11:15 is the gloria gemma 5k and you can register for any of these races you can still register at flames of hope yeah now you also on saturday isn't there do you have, still have a vip party that happens at we the station do, park and um it is being it, you know live entertainment you get a couple of drink tickets um food being catered by trattoria romana which is yum yum total yum mm-hmm. and uh, greg's pink cake so a double yum win-win yeah, <laughs> yeah how can you win and it's fifty dollars per person i mean you can't go out and do that for fifty dollars per person oh, and all and all fifty dollars goes right back to the organization yeah so, so and again you can get your tickets at flamesofhoperi.org so I think that's great. Is there anything? Um, we've only got a couple of minutes that we would uh, left. That we, but I was just my husband's knocking the microphone over there. That's that noise. Anyway, we are so excited. Um, we've only got like a minute left, so I'm going to encourage everyone to please make it down to Waterfire. Get down there early on Saturday. You can find out more information, as Carol was saying, with the Flames of Hope Ri.org. Um, that's the website. Go find out on the, about the calendar uh, unveiling on Friday. Everything happening on Saturday from the Renaissance Hotel to the incredible display that will happen up at the State House to the Torch Walk down to Waterfire. And know that it's going to be just such a beautiful night. And then get up and do a little walking and running on Sunday, all for a good cause. And right. Guys, yeah, put on those heels. We know you've always Car- wanted to try that anyway. Um, but also, just so everybody knows, water fire itself, the basin and the rest of um, the basin, every other fire will be lit around 7 o'clock. And uh, then when the torches come down, the rest of the basin will be lit. Right. <laughs> 